All right, let's rock. We ready. Let's press play. Let's go. I'm ready. One take. One take, Al. Check me out. Play the beat, Q. <laughs> Q, play the beat. <laughs> Yo, this is Al Buckets Harrington. Hey, this is Jared Jeffries. Yo, this is Q Rich, and you listening to The Wise Guys. It was a bad finals, bro. It was not entertaining. You guys know um, those surplus checks that went out the last two years. So every player that played at least it was on a roster for 41 games got a half million two years ago and got 800000 last year. This year they're going to miss that number just because of the finals. Like the ratings, the TV numbers were so god-awful. He literally had to get 60 every night. Like he knew he had that left inning. Man, I'm telling you, like I'm just saying, it's just it's just different, man. Look, in the NBA, LeBron is supposed to be Thanos, and in Avengers, how he just destroyed everybody. He he made the Hulk not even want to come out no more in the movie. He, you know, what I'm saying Bruce Banner was stuck in the movie. Like that's what LeBron is supposed to be to everybody in the NBA. Like MJ was Thanos. Like you feel me? Like that's what you want to see the best guy be. The thing that disappoints me is that you oozing with ability and talent just just god given that you know you fall out of bed and just got it like i was a person that had to you know what i'm saying work for all of my game i feel like i had to work so like for me to see what you got and not to have the mentality to be like i don't care who you are i'm kd whoever whoever you gonna run up he's supposed to thanos everybody and when he don't it'd be like what why I'm telling you, as a person that then guarded all of these dudes, man, you play against MJ, it's a difference. When you play against Kobe, it's a difference. I didn't look at it like that when I guarded LeBron. The NBA is so crazy. Like, right now, the best player in the world is looking for somewhere to go play. That's crazy. <laughs> like, what other sport is the best player sit up and be like, man, where should I go? Let me ask y'all one question real quick. So do y'all think... They're like superstar players, other superstars. Do you think they don't want to play with LeBron? No, hell no. So that's what I'm saying. So is he a gift and a like? I mean, I know you know Jr. used the word gift and a curse and all that other shit. But I I'm starting to think that like the really good players do not want to play with him. If if you think about it, you in a you kind of in a lose lose because if you're not the feature. It could appear that you 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 a bum or you whatever while the offense and everything is geared toward making sure that we keep this guy happy and we make sure that he getting his touches and he getting his numbers and this and that. Now, I'm not saying in LeBron's case, like, with this Cleveland team, I feel like those guys have opportunities but really hadn't stepped up. But, I mean, as far as, like, when you look at historically, like, look at during the time how Bosh was underappreciated. People forget, man. Kevin Love one year had an average 26 and 13. Those are monster numbers. And everybody discounts. Kevin Love is still a really good basketball player. But he's had to change his game into almost an exclusive spot-up three-point pick and pop four. Like Chris Bosh, his numbers went from like whatever they were in um, Toronto. It was, he was like 24 and 11 to like 18 and 7. And people were criticizing him. LeBron takes away your rebounds. He takes away your assists and your points because he is so dominant. Bosch, I mean, you, you look at his numbers. He's in the Hall of Fame. But even at half the season, Bosch played without LeBron. His numbers spike back up. Like, without LeBron being there, 
Chris Bosh was Chris Bosh was a tough guard. I mean, Al, you had to guard him sometimes. He was a hard guard, man. He was that, hard that little kick, like he, he, he could shoot that pull up, he could do that jab. He was athletic at the rim. He was, he was a tough guard. And then because LeBron prefers not to shoot spot up threes, Bosh wasn't getting any more ISO touches at all. Right, Bosh starts shooting more spot ups. He's like every. <laughs> Every guy that had a game with a mix, by the time Bron get done with them, they a spot up shooter, and being called weak. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah, I mean, remember yeah. Game Seven? Bosh had zero points that one game, but yeah. he batted it out to uh, to Ray Allen. You know what I'm saying? He didn't mm-hmm. score at all that night. That's when I'm starting to come to the conclusion. It's just like, damn, if I go over there, the sacrifice I gotta make. You know, I think a lot of players still like you know set out in their careers to want to be Hall of Famers, and they know how stat heavy all that is. You know, is dependent on that. So I just feel like the reason why he can't attract guys to Cleveland is because guys really don't. I don't think they really want to come out there and play with him. The mid level, you know, the, the the glue guy or the the really good utility guy, yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? He can make me look better. But the guys that already got game, like you said, I mean, even with the with the Miami thing, like Bosch game got cut in half. And, you know, now I, it makes me sit and think, like, is Bosh a Hall of Famer because he made that move? I just feel like LeBron got to go to Houston. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see anywhere else. It, I feel like he has to go to Houston and they have to keep Paul and Capella. And then it's, it, they can compete. They got to go to Boston. If they go to Boston, they beat Golden State. A million percent. He should have called Danny Ainge <laughs> yesterday and been like, Danny, I want to come there, trade Kyrie back to Cleveland for LeBron, and go out on the court with LeBron, Gordon Hayward, uh, Tatum, Brown, Al Horford, and be able to re-sign Terry Rozier, Marcus Smart, and, um, and Morris <laughs> off the bench, and they can beat Golden State. Against that lineup, against that team, Steph can't play. I ain't going to lie, Jared, when you were saying that before, I wasn't really rolling, but I'm really rolling now, bro. Danny Ainge is taking the same blueprint that Golden State did, man. Go out and get athletic, talented, 6'5", to 6'9", players that can guard multiple positions. If he goes to if he goes to Houston, that, that, that bench is so light. And Chris Paul's snake bench. He gets hurt every single year in the playoffs the last three years. Absolutely. You know, like, but they it, can win. But they can win. They win that. They win that game with LeBron and no Chris Paul. Though, absolutely, <laughs> yeah, win no, that game, JJ, for sure. No, no, I totally agree. But just because of the financial numbers, you cannot resign Trevor Ariza, and then you're going to have to give up like two or three first round picks and trade Gordon PJ. You're giving up so many assets to get up. You can legitimately call right now. Say I'll opt in. Okay, when I opt in. Trade me for Kyrie, and Kyrie back to Cleveland. Give them two. Give them one first round pick, and now you got with that Boston team. It works. It fits, man. It's easy. I just feel like all that's gonna be. It's gonna be way too much messiness with with those two alphas in the NBA. They gonna control. They they gonna they gonna try and control their own destiny. It's not gonna just be in a team's hand. And these days, those type of dudes can do that. They're not going to agree to come. They're not going to agree to do this. They're not going to agree to do that. And they're going to make it as hard as possible. And it's going to be messy. It's going to be like no team is going to want to say, like, if they say they're going to start putting stuff, I'm not showing up for this. No team going to want to deal with it because they already saying what they're not going to do. True. And both of those guys have both shown that they can control their destiny and they're they, they not going to just be dealt and handled like that. Right. 
Damn, I do like I do, but I do like Boston a lot though. Damn, if he could get to Boston. It, no, it makes it the way the way Jared just said it, it. It would like if that could hypothetically happen, that would be unbelievable. But I just like we all know the world of NBA and the way it works is too many different forces at play. What y'all think about everybody talking about how Steph ain't got a Finals MVP yet? I don't know why. How did I get it this year? Just because KD had that one game. What one game? He ain't scored less than twenty six in the finals yet. Into that last game when he had a triple-double. That was the first game he scored less than 26 points ever. Even when he was in OKC, he's always scored more than 26 points. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, they were saying he his first two games weren't as impressive, but he had 26-plus both of them games. And then he exploded for 43 in the third game that they don't win without that because Steph was 3 for 16 and Clay was 1 for 10. Yeah, Steph had that 11-point game. That's right, game three. Man, they set up is crazy, bro. I'm just sitting there thinking about it because it's like when you think about it, like you got everybody like Steph is the super max guy. He got 200 million. He the face of the franchise and all this stuff. Put your best players, KD, and everybody know it. He's so lucky that he has those guys around him because he can take games off. He can have 11 points in a game. You know, he, he can tweak his knee and be out and sit out for an extra you know, six games because he has so many good players around him, man. Yeah, this is what make them a once-in-a-lifetime type deal because you got KD who wants no part of being the face. Like, go ahead. I don't care. I want Steph to be the face. I don't want to do all that stuff that he's great at doing and he's out there. They putting up. I'm cool. I'm going to be over here in my sweatsuit with my hoodie on and my, my headphones and I'm good. So it's like then you got Clay who also fit in that same lane. Like, Clay over there getting bagged out. Bagged out. He ain't tripping on nothing. I'm still shooting the same type of shot I was shooting before they got here. We winning rings. I'm getting stupid, crazy endorsements that I wouldn't be getting if I was the man in, say, Dallas or whatever. Like, everything they getting, like, you got everybody eating. Iguodala killing them. They have to pass stuff up and give it to the next person because I'm doing this. I can't do that. So that's why you got people like, nah, I want to go there for the minimum because I'm trying to get on this money train and win rings. It's all in one. Dude, listen, JaVale McGee, JaVale McGee <clears throat> is going to stay in Golden State for whatever the biannual is, so $3 million. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. JaVale's going to leave the NBA with like four titles. How crazy is that, dude? Like Swaggy P got like a championship. How sick is Shaq going to be if JaVale gets four rings? You know Shaq not gonna respect it though. You know that Shaq ain't. <laughs> <laughs> you know how Shaq gonna get out of that. He, he might not respect it, but Javale gonna be playing with the, with the same number of rings that he got. He gonna be sick. What is y'all? I want to get y'all take on um, on um, on Trey Young. Like, is 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 is. is is his game going to translate? Is he like everybody say the next step? Is he going to be is his is he going to be able to do the things he was doing in college? Right away, right away in the NBA. Like the way he was out there getting 30 and 15 and bombing threes and getting assists and floaters and all of the highlights. Is he going to be able to come into the NBA this year and do that? It all depends as we all know on where he goes. Yep. What coach he plays for. If you get a yep. coach that let him run and gun, I think he has an opportunity. So, so wait a minute. Let me let me say this. Let me say this. Al. Let's say let's say in in his best case scenario, he goes to a team that the coach loves him and he gets to do whatever. Can he do what he did in college in the NBA? Do you think? I think he got a shot. 
Jared? I don't, man. I don't. I don't want you. I don't ever want to have to compare a player to a once in a generation guy. So every player since Dirk, he's the next Dirk. Nobody ever pans out. Um, MJ, he's the next MJ. Nobody ever pans out. You can't compare players to outliers. Uh, there's always a saying in front offices, man. You know, you find the exception, I'll follow the rules. If you're looking for the exception to the rule, you're probably going to strike out. If, if you're saying that this kid is going to come in and do what Steph is doing, I, even if somebody there's going to be two steps in the league at the same time, I don't, I don't see it. I don't believe it. So does he play full-time in the NBA next year, or does he spend some, some significant time in the G League? No way, because he's going to get picked too high. I look at it like the Lonzo Ball experiment. Like, if you pick him that high, you got to roll with him. You got to get this kid yeah. a shot. You know what I'm saying? Right. So he going to get every shot in the world. The only knock on him to me is that he's a horrible defender, like god-awful defender. But you can turn – we all know you can defend because defend is what you get it from the want-to muscle, as the old school mm -hmm. coaches say. So if your want-to muscle is strong, you can become a defender. But the only knock on him other than that is that he is small. You know what I mean? But the league protects mm -hmm. small players now. It's not like it's not a physical game until you get to the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? That's why I, all, I always feel like a reason why Jamal Crawford always struggles when he gets to the playoffs is because now he don't get as much freedom of motion like he does throughout the regular season. But this right. kid, I mean, the game we play now, hands off. He got all the wiggles. He could pull up from anywhere, but he just need to have a coach that's confident that he's going to take – five bad shots like that a night. You know what I'm saying? And that's the tough pill yeah. to swallow. You know what I'm saying? That's something that I'm interested in to see, like, what he going to do because, you know, he was, like, definitely, like, a huge deal last year. And yeah, it was, like, like nah, but listen, AQQ, hey, let me just tell you. I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to tell you something about him, why I like him. I feel like he might be cut from our cloth. He was so arrogant in college that he had players, like, the little dogs down in Arkansas and, and uh, Alabama and all them. Like, they was in his job, like, on him. He was still getting 30. So for me, like just his whole mentality and all that is what I like about him. If he goes to the next, before Zingas is out, you got to rock with him. Like you said, man, Lonzo Ball, you pick this kid, he's a big name. He's a, you know, your highest draft pick you've had in the last three years. You got to rock with him. If he goes to, a, to another team that's even a little bit lower, like let's say he slides look a little bit lower to a team that's trying to be in playoff contention. Like Toronto. Let's just say, like, just Toronto. Just a team that's, like, on the cusp. You know what I mean? Like, he go to yeah. any of those teams, like, he won't he won't have the same impact because they're not going to let him rock like that. He has to go to a lottery team that's building to allow him to grow as a player. You know, like Tatum. Like, Tatum, that could have been, you know, that could have been tough for him his first year Gore he was healthy. You know what I'm saying? With the yeah. fact that he went down, it gave him all the opportunity to grow. You know what I'm saying? Now, yeah, look, Look, Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell, exactly. If, 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 Gordon, if Gordon Hayward stays in Utah, Donovan Mitchell isn't the Donovan Mitchell that we know right now. It's right. different. Like, he, he went to the MCA. Perfect team, perfect coach, perfect situation, and he was able to rock. What he, what he, one game this year he took 32 shots. Like, as a rookie to get 32 shots is <laughs> that, that never happened in our era. I mean, what was the most shots you shot as a rookie if you were out? Nowhere near 20. <laughs> Nowhere near 20, right? Nine, maybe. Right. Like, not even near 20. Like, he shot 32. That's a bar. <laughs> right. Yeah. 30, 32 as a rookie is crazy. I got I to be honest, man. I'm, 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 I don't, I don't know. I didn't, I haven't seen him enough in college or in person at all to know, but I'm definitely going to be watching to see.
All right, man. Thanks for hanging out with us, man. Y'all been chilling with the wise guys. Myself, Q Richardson, Al Harrington, Buckets, and my main man, Jared Jeffries, man. Appreciate y'all chilling with us through the finals. That's a wrap. But, man, stay on the lookout, man. We're going we gonna to come back to y'all in the near future and swag out something else, man. The wise guys, click the link, load up, and check us out. Peace.